morning from the team here at 1.37 p.m. This is 7.31 a.m. Let's get the day going. Good morning, 7.31 a.m. family. Welcome back to another episode of the 7.31 a.m. podcast. It is Thursday, July 28th. And for today's anniversary, we're going to talk about the living legend, the guy that invented everything and finessed us all into downloading his song online, Wire, Soldier Boy. Charlie, what do you think about the greatest man on earth, the greatest rapper on earth, Soldier Boy? Yeah, I mean, I mostly just think that Soldier Boy, that's the intro that Soldier Boy is hoping you introduce him with that way. That's sort of the persona he has hoped to have built instead of sort of maybe some of the more critical ways we could introduce him. But we've been talking about him recently because um, I think he's got that LimeWire ad, which I think LimeWire is building a, a, an NFT marketplace. Um, but the one thing is that Soldier Boy is far from the first rapper to do NFTs. Um, there's tons of rappers, but I imagine he will claim to be the first at some point in the near future. Yeah, I think he popped up in the uh, video ad because it's like clearly this guy led to the massive success of LimeWire so it's like it's only right that we bring him back in NFT form so at some point we're going to get some like crank that Soldier Boy NFT I'm, I'm hoping or I'm guessing yeah well let's just wish Soldier Boy a happy birthday a happy 32nd birthday today I'm sure he is celebrating in some sort of absolutely ridiculous and sensational fashion so throw on crank that uh, today to celebrate uh, we have got a pretty crazy fun piece of news to start today with, which is this GTA news. Elton, what's going on? Gaming. Okay, so guys, I realize most of y'all listening right now have come across so many bogus Grand Theft Auto 6 videos on your YouTube homepage, like myself. But this next bit of insider info sounds pretty legit since it comes from a noted Bloomberg gaming journalist, Jason Schreier. Peep this. His report stated that GTA 6 will feature two female protagonists, one of which is Latina. Now, both women will be up to no good, of course, as their illegal exploits mirror those of Bonnie and Clyde. So the game's main map will focus on a fictional version of Miami and most of the area surrounding it. Now, the original plans for the game reportedly focused on featuring a bigger map that would include territories modeled after North and South America, which would have been huge, of course. I'm guessing the scope of all that proved to be a bit too much for the development team at this time, which is why it's reportedly been scaled back to Miami for the time being during development. Now, hopefully over time, they updated like, you know, Grand Theft Auto Online and add bigger parts of the map. So we'll see. Grand Theft Auto 6 is still like years away, but I'm guessing when we finally get that first reveal trailer, it's going to be massive and just show just how vast Grand Theft Auto 6's in-game map is. So can't wait to see how that game turns out. I really feel like, I, I mean... I've been hearing about Grand Theft Auto 6 now for 10 years we've been talking about it. So, And I, I always say on the podcast, like I want to give space for the fact that when games come out quickly, it's because they overwork the staff and all this news comes out about how horrible it was to work on the game. And I think Crunch. Rockstar has been better with this about they're letting it take the amount of time it needs to take, which is fair and good. And I'm excited that that is how they're doing it. But, whew. I would love to play this game. We'll, uh, and hopefully, we still have no dates, right? No dates, just a little bit of info, right? No release date so far, just development time. It's qu- it's funny that you mentioned about like crunch and like working the developers to the to the bone. Rockstar's trying to change their work culture and have less crunch, and they're actually upgrading like freelancers up to like full time roles. So they're changing the work culture to make this game better. So good things on the road. I see you, Charlie. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, Elton, I'm going to jump in and do this. Uh, I'm going to do this entertainment story real quick, and then we will go to sports in one second. Go right ahead, my friend. 
Entertainment. Um, all right. This one is so ridiculous. This is the story I'm most excited about talking about today because when we were doing the research, I was like, that can't be true, but it is true, which is that there are two Pinocchio movies coming out in the next like three months, essentially. Um, uh, and the news is that yesterday we got a new trailer for or the first trailer for the Guillermo del Toro Pinocchio movie, which I'm most excited about. Guillermo del Toro is so well suited to making a Pinocchio movie because it's this thing that is like at face value, very light and fun, but then has the sort of dark spooky underside um, which I feel like is is Guillermo del Toro's bread and butter um, if you don't know Guillermo del Toro directed the Hellboy movies he directed The Shape of Water um, he directed Pacific Rim he makes a lot of like interesting sort of darker um, takes on things that you don't traditionally see as like dark narratives or ideas in September there's a live action one coming out which is part of Disney's whole thing that they're doing where they're making live action versions of animated movies that nobody wants um, they did it with The Jungle Book they did it with The Lion King and they're good the movies have come out fine, but I just don't think that they're, they don't capture the essence of what made the movies from the 20th century so good. Um, so the live action with Tom Hanks is coming out in September. Since 1945, there have been 22 pieces of Pinocchio media. Uh, and I've just got a couple that I want to shout out. One is there's a Pinocchio video game from 1995. Go ahead and look at what that looked like. And then another really funny one, Pinocchio 3000 is a 2004 Canadian animated adaptation where Pinocchio is a robot. They are having too much fun with it. But so yesterday we got the first trailer for the Guillermo del Toro project, which I think is going to be has the potential to be the best Pinocchio story of all time because I think it's so well suited to Guillermo del Toro. Apparently it is set in 1930s fascist Italy, so it will have sort of a political undertone as well. This is set to come out in November. And then just the uh, the cast is insane. So Ewan McGregor is playing Sebastian Cricket. Um, Christoph Waltz as Count Voop. And then Geppetto is being played by David Bradley, who if you don't know David Bradley, you'll recognize him. He's the one who orchestrates the Red Wedding in Game of Thrones. He's also, uh, what is that spooky, spooky guy's name in Harry Potter? Oh no, I can't believe I can't remember his... um. Argus Filch, my bad. That's spooky dude from Harry Potter. So he's playing Geppetto, which I think is just such a good casting decision for this like spooky, spooky character. Um, Kate Blanchett is in it. Finn Wolfhard is in it. Ron Perlman is in it. John Torturo is in it. Um, so I think that the, uh, I imagine the Disney one that comes out in September is going to end up being overshadowed by this one that comes out in November with, it's going to be such a banger. So I'm excited about that. Uh, Elton, what is going on with the WWE? WrestleMania is actually going to be in the year 2024. So WrestleMania 40 is going to emanate from the Lincoln Financial Field in Philadelphia on April 6th and the 7th. Oh, since we're on the topic of wrestling slash sports entertainment, I want to make you all aware of a special pay-per-view event that's going down this Sunday at 6.05 p.m. Eastern Time. So the name of this show is called Ric Flair's Last Match, which is such a trip for me since I'm highly convinced that it won't actually be his final match. So anyways, the car for this show has some bangers on it that'll feature wrestlers from WWE, AEW, Impact Wrestling, Major League Wrestling, Ring of Honor, and a whole bunch more. So the main event is going to feature Ric Flair actually wrestling alongside his son-in-law, Andrade El Idolo, as they take on Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. Ah, Rick, he has so many like final matches. It's the same thing with like wrestlers, period. They say they're going to retire, but they don't really retire. Terry Funk has retired maybe like 20 times at this point. So who knows? But yeah, this Sunday, I'm going to watch it and see what happens. And then in 2024, WrestleMania from Philly. Sounds like it's going to be fun. So we'll see what happens there. Fun stuff. And then finally, a little story from the world of style, courtesy of JL Rucker. Um, this is a story I was super excited about just because I've seen him on social media a lot. And we had the opportunity to profile him. 
passion. Um, there's this guy, Steve, who runs this brand called Happy Life Wood. Um, and if you want to learn more, if this sounds interesting, go ahead and read the article on 137pm.com. But Happy Life Wood is a, a, a brand that creates wood carvings of things in popular culture. They've become most popular in the past few months for some of the pieces that he did on basketball and sneaker culture. So the most viral piece of content is he created this and, and his process is so insane. He makes these wood carvings of sneakers and other things, but he does not dye or paint them in any capacity. He just chooses wood that includes the color of whatever he's using. So he made this really incredible, it's th- it's three dimensional, but it's hangable like a, like a, like a framed piece. Um, he made this really incredible piece of a Jordan 1 Chicago that he did it for Duncan Robinson, who plays for the Miami Heat. My, uh, Duncan Robinson commissioned it from him to give to P.J. Tucker, who also plays, uh, no longer plays for the Heat, but played for the Heat. And P.J. Tucker is famously, arguably the biggest sneakerhead in the NBA. His sneaker collection is worth like millions of dollars. Um, and it's just so incredible. His, his, the, it just the, combining this craftsmanship with sneaker culture. He did this incredible mural of Kobe that also similarly, it's no paint. It's just using different wood. And the way that he's able to bring out texture and color is so insane. Um, just a quick little excerpt from the article. Uh, so it's uh, the brand is run by Steve, the father, who is the craftsman, and then his son Stevie helps. And so uh, Steve told us it originally started because I wanted to do something special for Stevie for his birthday. I wanted to make a picture of a sneaker out of wood using the colors in the wood to make the artwork. I started cutting wood, sanding, shaping, etc., and it eventually started to look like a real sneaker. Stevie told me I was onto something, and I started developing new pieces. And then I wanted to challenge myself by creating a Kobe artwork piece. And then he created that Kobe piece, which is so, so, so sick. And I believe um, the Kobe piece, he eventually uh, caught the eye of Pau Gasol um, and Pau purchased it. It's 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 a really, really fun story. And and it's fun. Steve like had another full-time job that he quit and has gone full-time into creating Happy Life Wood. Um, go ahead and check out the article on 137 or follow Happy Life Wood on Instagram and TikTok because he does really cool work and it combines so many things that I love art and style and sneakers and basketball um, and he's an amazing guy who's doing cool work and I think you should all check it out and we'll get a kick out of it the, the pieces are so cool Elton you want to take us home? yes indeed yes indeed that's it for today's episode ladies and gentlemen for more details on these stories and more make sure you head to 137pm.com or just holler at us on all our social media platforms at 137pm also, make sure you hop in the Discord where we chat about everything and anything with our community. We'll be back again tomorrow. And as always, remember to stay curious. Stay curious.